Hey everybody, this is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Brent Griffiths. Brent McIntosh joins us today. How you doing? I'm well. How are you today, Brent? I'm doing great, thank you. We've been on this bit of a run lately where you've been finding fascinating people to talk to. And I, I'm kind of guessing today's no different. We've got another one. And people always tell me that I get paid to talk, but um, we found somebody who really just gets paid to talk. And what a great job. I would love his job. Unfortunately, I don't have the pipes for it. We're joined by somebody who I graduated high school with, if you can believe it, Bryn. Anyway, well, joining us from Salisbury Composite High School in Sherwood Park, Alberta, from the class of 1990, we're joined by Mr. David Pettit. Dave, how are you? I'm well, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. And uh, yeah, it, uh, it, I, I, I don't actually live at, uh, at Salisbury Composite anymore. It, long story, I got the boot out of there a little while ago. But uh, yeah, out on the West Coast and uh, living the dream. Live, working, in my, uh, working in my basement and, uh, or out of my, well, I guess it's more than just my basement. I've, I've set it up to be a fairly a good spot to work. That's for sure. Way got, better yeah, than I've, at the old high school anyway. <laughs> You've got a home studio. But before we talk about what you do now, let's talk a little bit about yourself. Tell us about Dave Pettit. Like, not what I do, but who I am? Yes. That's right. That's, the Gosh, man behind ever, the voice. Nobody ever cares about that part of me anymore. <laughs> it, uh, uh Married guy, uh, three dogs living out on the woods in, or living out in the woods of Vancouver Island. And uh, honestly, at this time of year, typically we would be uh, down in Mexico for the season. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish I was down there at this time as well. But uh, we are... Uh, uh, you know, with kind of COVID restrictions, not show, know what really knowing what's happening in the world. And plus, we, you know, like a lot of people, we just adopted a, uh, a another dog into our pack. And uh, that is uh, keeping us from uh, making the, the move down to Mexico. I find it interesting. You didn't mention specifically where on Vancouver Island or where in Mexico. Is this a witness protection program thing, Dave? <laughs> I it, if I say another word about it, Bryn, you are uh, there. There is somebody actually standing outside okay. your door right now, right. Just and, uh, and ready that. to end this entire conversation. So yes, yes. To answer your question, okay. Yes. There we go. Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I appreciate you uh, trying to uh, to have me off by the mafia. That's uh, really good of you. And, and now we've we've talked to the, the, that you're a voice, but uh, you didn't always be uh, a voice. You had some other jobs prior to doing what you do now. Well, I, I mean, yes and no, because you know, I after our foray in high school, I went directly off to uh, radio broadcasting school and uh, did that for five years down in Calgary, and then a few more years out here on the island. But uh, really. Uh, voiceover has kind of been the uh, the primary um, career trajectory for me. You, I always said in radio two things: if uh, if you hate making money, radio is a great industry to get into, <laughs> and uh, and if you uh, you know if you if you can tell people the time and temperature, uh, you know, seven times an hour, then again, it, it's it's a job that uh, you know has limited qualifications, you know? So anyway, they just, yeah, it was, it was a, it was an interesting career for a while, but, uh, I, I'm certainly happy to have kind of made the jump from there to what I do now. And so now 
Um, you get paid to speak, as, a, as I mentioned earlier. You're mm-hmm. a, a professional announcer. Is that what your business card says? Well, I, I, we, I just say a voice actor or voice talent. Voice. Talent is, you know, voiceover is the act of voicing things over, I suppose. And then, you know, we're considered uh, voice actors, voice talent. Talent is kind of an industry weird term to for whoever's in front of a camera or whoever's in front of a microphone or what have you. But uh, yeah, it. don't ask my wife. It's I call myself the voice talent, and uh, she is. Uh, she's told me on numerous occasions. I've yet to see that. So, uh, yeah. uh, love is blind. Um, well, where we heard you, Dave? Maybe you can give us some some of the things, some places that some of our listeners might have heard you in the past. So, I, I, most notably, like I mean, it, this is an it's an interesting career because every day it's a little bit different. You know, it. I don't have one guy that I have to go to every day and say, "What have you got for me?" It just it, it's it's like you know being a realtor as well too like i mean you're 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 hunting for for the for the next job you're hunting for the next client right so there's a lot you know it's that you know you eat what you kill kind of thing but mm-hmm. uh thankfully i've been known to uh, as having killed enough things along the way that's a terrible way to put it <laughs> we know but, where you're uh, going with that yeah you you get it it's the analogy is there but uh i uh yeah i've i've uh Made some pretty decent uh, connections and work over the years. And most notably, somebody would know me as the narrator, the voice uh, on Highway Through Hell, the uh, Discovery Canada show. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that for just over or for 10 years now. We just hit uh, season 10, just uh, wrapped the finale on air there a few weeks back. Oh, excellent. And, And well, we'll talk about that then for that show. What do you do? It, uh, well, it's, I, I consider if I, if I, I put it this way, if, if it was a bunch of people making a cake, I'm just like the little bit of icing that goes on at the very end. You know, you've got, you got everybody, you know, master bakers making this beautiful, delicious cake. And then I'm just the guy who just so happens to have the voice or the flavor of icing that goes on that cake. And, uh, you know, I uh, literally we I connect very similarly to what we're doing right now, just uh, with software that's a little bit more broadcast friendly than, you know, like professional broadcast stuff. Uh, I work out of the exact same studio that I'm in right now, uh, connect with a studio in Vancouver. And in fact, everything has kind of gone, obviously, Zoom over the last few years. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's people in in various different locations and uh we we recorded an hours long episode over the course of about two hours every week, and uh, I mean there's Highway Through Hell, but there's also what was the spinoff Heavy Rescue 401, and that's kind of become its own entity. And, and then there you know another spinoff based out of the BC Mountains there called Mud Mountain Haulers as well. So you know it's I would say every week for probably at least what eighteen. 20, 30, almost 40 weeks, 30 to between 30 and 40 weeks out of the year, I'm on the line with, uh, that's uh, just one of the jobs that I do. I'm on the line with those guys recording an episode, uh, for one of, uh, Discovery's top shows. So that's, that's me in a nutshell, uh, doing that. 
What about, then, what about commercial work, though, Dave? Because your voice is very familiar to a lot of people that maybe don't, they, they can't quite figure it out. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, absolutely. And that is the funny thing. I do get messages from people. In fact, it, this is a great one, is that I was doing one for uh, a Saskatchewan insurance group. And that, you know, a friend of mine actually from high school, you'd remember uh, Jason Hogan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He uh, he lives out in Saskatchewan, out in, uh, not too far away from Saskatoon. And he wrote me just over Christmas and said, hey, man, I heard you on the Saskatchewan insurance group commercial again. I'm like, Sweet, because that was supposed to run like four years ago, and it sounds like they're running it again. Cha-ching, it just makes another paycheck, which is great. But uh, out here in BC, uh, it's the BC Dairy Council is uh, one of the most recent projects. I mean, I've, I, I mean, so much of my stuff goes on down in the States. You know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to... Uh, to have Maserati as a client and some tourism spots. Like, I I don't know, tourist, tourist groups seem to love me. I'm the voice of tourism Manitoba. I have been that for about four or five years. Uh, tourism, where? There was There's New a Mexico lot of them. a few years ago. But most recently, actually, I, I will be the uh, 2022 voice of uh, tourism Wyoming. Good so for get you. On, get in your road, get in your car and go see, uh, Yellow, uh, go see Yellowstone, okay? Beautiful. You're, you're, you're also the voice of an app that I downloaded while I was in Hawaii a couple of years ago, the Gypsy app. They are one of my favorite clients in the whole world, man. I've been working with them since 2008. We started, was it Maui? Is that the one that you went on? I mean, I, I, without telling people, I've done them all, Dave, okay. but they're, they're fantastic. So, so I've luckily traveled to, to most of the Hawaiian islands. And so every time we go to a different island, I take you with me. Do you just like plan your vacations around where I uh, have been doing tours? That's Apparently I'm going to Wyoming next. Yeah, it's, I do have lots of tours through Wyoming. Big Sur, you could head down to the Smoky Mountains, Florida Keys, if you're still looking for more sunshine. Yeah, Gypsy is such a, a cool product because and they're like their full name is uh, gypsy guide and you know they were going they were taking the gps in uh, gypsy there to kind of make their play on the name but uh, again i started working with them before apps and everybody had smartphones back in 2008 like they were actually supplying product like physical product to different hotels and stuff across uh, across hawaii and now of course with the proliferation of the app they are just like they're one of the top touring apps like it's a gps tour through national parks and you know scenic drives all across uh, the us and canada I think they even have one in Australia, but those jerks didn't use me for that. Apparently, my my Aussie accent just wasn't cutting it. But uh, <laughs> it was a it's a it's such a cool <laughs> product, you know. It's lots of history and geology about areas, and it's uh, it is a riot. I I guess I really I should ask whether or not you enjoyed the tour, whether or not I, you uh, you thought it was okay to travel with me. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing Oahu, Kauai, Maui. Uh, so, so you 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 sync it via Bluetooth with your your rental car, and Dave tells you where you should go and what you should do. Uh, the the restaurants you should eat at, the stops, the, the waterfall. So, so there's your plug to to hopefully sell some more apps for those guys because available it's, it's now for a limited app. time only. How long would it take you to do that for that app? Jack 
to record that? Yeah. So, like, it depends on how long the tour is. You know, any you, the way we work, break it down is there's about 9,000 words for every hour of finished audio. And that's how I go by things. You know, wow. there's about 150 words in every minute. Like speaking at the at the temple that I'm speaking now is about 150 words per minute, which yeah. turns out to be 9,000 words per hour. And I'll get scripts that are upwards of, I think the Maui script was like 90,000 words, so about 10 hours worth of audio. And depending whether or not I'm on my game, that, I guess that's the real question, yeah. is yeah. am I... Uh, Am I uh, making a bunch of mistakes along the way? Because everything is cold read stuff. All of that stuff is cold read. Like I just like, I get the script, I start reading. I have a dog clicker that uh, every time I make a mistake, I hit the dog clicker so that it, I can go back and, you know, see this spike in the audio and, and uh, find out where I make my mistakes. Isn't that smart? I just learned something. I love it. Not just a gorgeous face. I apparently not. No, <laughs> but uh, I would say, so, I mean, the rule of thumb for anything long form like that is uh, for every hour of audio, you probably record an hour and 10 to an hour and 15 minutes of audio, which needs to be edited back to that hour. And so you're listening back to everything and, uh, and you know, double, double checking and proofreading. There's probably an extra two hours of editing time for every hour of audio that you do. So, you know, a a 10 hour project is going to take me 30 hours to finish front to back. Wow. Yeah. Um, And that that seems obviously a little time consuming. Um, Maybe not the the best part of your job. What is the best part of your job? Uh, It's mostly the podcast that uh, I get to. (laughs) No, I I don't get onto an, an awful lot. The best part of my job is being, I don't know, just like I say, it's different all the time. And, and it's, it's the fact that I get to call my own schedule and I get to, I can, you know, pick up and take off for a few days or I, you know, or we can just like, I can pack up everything into my laptop bag and move it down to Mexico for the, for the winter. And, you know, it, I don't know, man, I love every, everything that I get to do. You know, there's some jobs that are obviously more exciting than others, but there is just something about, you know, getting to do something a little bit different every day. And, you know, it's kind of got its own groundhog routine as well, too. You know, you still like get up, you audition for a half a dozen things, you do the jobs you need to do, and then the dogs still need to be walked. But, you know, not everybody gets to get out and do that at noon or two o'clock. And, you know, by the, if I'm rolling, if I'm still working after two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm wondering what the hell I did wrong. And, you know, what do I got to, I just got to get up earlier the next day to get it done. So it's, I, I just, I love the freedom that comes with it, but I, I mean, and I get asked all the time, how do I get into voiceover? What can I do to get into it? Man, I have the freedom to do some of the things that I want to do now because I put 20 years in of right. working my yeah. ass off to get to a point and build up a, a professional uh <laughs> way to mess up as soon as you say professional, but to get that, uh, you know, to have built a clientele base and, and you, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into not having to work so much. Here's one. I, maybe you should be asking Brent this and not you, Dave, but let's go back to junior high. 
How, how long oh, have you yes. always wanted to be doing this? Because all my friends in junior high said we knew what you wanted to be right from grade seven. And then you went through this media career. But what about you? For me, man, I didn't even really know voiceover was a was an option when I did. Actually, you know, it, I don't know when I heard it. It probably was in junior high. And it's the idea stuck with me, but I never really thought of it as a career for me. I remember listening to, to some radio, I don't know, some audio bit like about, you know, this is Susan who works in a in a studio and she has to do what's called a donut, you know, where, you know, she was doing a voiceover where, you know, the beginning of the spot is like always the same. And the end of it is always the same. And you got 20 seconds in between. And, uh, and I just remember that being, huh, that sounds fascinating, but you have to be able to read flawlessly. And I'm not a great reader. And, but, uh, you know, I always knew that I wanted to get into radio but then when I got into radio and, you know, started having opportunities working with different studios in Calgary at the time, because again, online casting and the ability to, to send MP3s just in a heartbeat just wasn't there at the time. But, uh, you know, it, the radio side was what I always wanted to get into. And then when, again, I just got tired of telling people, what the time and temperature was and listening to Shania Twain. I listened to, I list, I listened to a lot of Shania Twain over the years. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I, you know, I've done my time in that regard, but uh, you know, it's, this is just one of those careers that people, you know, people don't tell you about yeah. uh, as a young person and of, it's, you well, just kind of slide into it. Well, it is such a unique position and, and so few people have that job that you have and, and you've sort of created it to yourself, but I can attest uh, Bryn, that, that Dave has always been a performer. Um, in fact, we went to, to different junior highs and, and, and competed. And, and now I'm going to show just what kind of a geek I was. And, and sorry, Dave, I'm going to pull you under the bus with me that we were, I appreciate that. yeah, uh, we are both, uh, I guess, heavy into drama and, and used to compete against each other in theater sports, which is improv acting uh, competitions be between schools. And, and Dave was, was absolutely inc incredible and absolutely um, amazing performer in junior high and then even more so in high school. And then you sang in a band in grade 12 and, and oh, afterwards. Yes. So, so you've always had the bug to perform. So that's never been your problem. Um, you know, both of us going into radio after high school, I wanted to be Dr. Johnny Fever and, and um, may, may Howard Hessman rest in peace, just unfortunately right. passed away. But, but that's who I wanted to be after watching WKRP in Cincinnati. I knew I wanted to be on the radio and, and that was my goal. Um, I think that you've obviously taken your, your, your voice to the next level and, and really getting I'm, paid for having such a great voice and a, and a great set of pipes. Thanks, man. You know, and I think the dream would have been for everybody that got into radio is like, if you did get to be the, the Johnny fevers of the world, like if you got to be those things, it, you know, it would be a different industry than it is right now. Like for me, all it ended up being was you got 60 seconds, plug whatever the station is doing this week and then get out. That's it. You don't get it. And I'm like, Man, we're the morning show. We're supposed to be entertaining. I don't care. Get off. You're done. Hit the so post and it, get out. That's just it. Like if you, but if you, if there was the opportunity to bring a bunch of like of that character or some fun into it, it just 
just, I don't know. Radio got super corporate and super formulaic for me anyway, it did in the, in, in a lot of my experience. So this is just like you say, it's a creative outlet. And that's why, like I, like I say, it's, it's, having the ability to do something really different every day like this just before new year's i actually had somebody get me to sing like a like a nickelback kind of thing for uh for uh a, a, a beer in the states called voodoo ranger and uh it's uh, in new belgium they're they're a pretty big company i guess but uh you know i got to sing one day and then the next day it's like are you and your loved ones in need of a of a hospital in the local area? Yeah. Are you tired of driving a hundred miles to the closest place for you to get your health care taken care of? You know, it's just wow. It's different. It's fun. It's you, you know. It's yeah. Did you want me to sing my uh, my? Uh, no. Okay. No, good. 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 Thank you. No, we will pass on that Thank right you. now. But Thank you. It wasn't that great. I was wondering. Yeah. Do do your friends make the, make you do their their uh, voicemail? <laughs> Nobody, nobody with the voicemail or anything. Everybody's always like, do that, do that voice thing that you do. And it's, you know, that's where I, you know, I get my, my hat and my symbols and I start clanging like the, uh, like the singing monkey, you know, if, if somebody comes out with like an organ grinder or something, that's when I perform. But otherwise I uh, tell people, let's see, let me see what's in your wallet before I start talking. Yeah. I get paid for that. So yeah. what, what, and has there been a project that's been more unique than any of the other projects? Something that sticks out in your mind as being the, the, the craziest one that you've ever done? Oh, crazy. I'm so middle of the road, man. They, I just have got like the, the voice of comfort. Nobody, I mean, I've done lots of cartoon stuff where it's been oh. kind of, you know, a little bit off the wall, like, uh, like the millennial, uh, world would remember me having done some, you know, Dragon Ball and Gundam and that kind of thing. That was always kind of fun. More recently, some Lego stuff. And, and I actually was a character on my little pony a few years ago and got to sing for that funny enough as well too. look at just check my youtube page it's all there if you'd like to see it. well thanks so but, much for joining us how does somebody find you yes uh, if you just do a quick search for dave pettit i mean my website will come up or youtube or facebook or what have you or just listen to your tv just never turn off your tv and radio and uh, there will always i'm sure i'll come on at some point or another wow that's pretty fantastic stuff i wish i had a voice like that though yeah, man, he's got great obviously. pipes. Hey, oh, uh, amazing, so soft, so so deep. How do people get a hold of you? Because there's uh, there's what you do well, for a living. They're not watching their televisions or listening to their radio for Dave. They can get a hold of our real estate team here in Edmonton at seven eight zero four six four zero zero seven five, or find us at Macintosh toshgroup.ca we love the feedback get back to us tell us whether or not you like this episode or not whether or not you like me whether or not you like brent well you don't have to go that far but anyway uh, we do appreciate the feedback so check us out at the mcintosh group at remax river city thanks for tuning in today everybody i'm Brent griffiths he's brent mcintosh and we'll see you next time